the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Schedule this morning, Wednesday. Prezianzi at Big Six Previews, 15 minutes from Mark. Top of hour to Blake Rafina. Oh, do we have a lot to talk with Blake about? Top of hour two. Other than that, we are clear. Now, a note for tomorrow. We will have Jay Book with us. We've been talking about this for several weeks. Lots as well to talk about involving the Buckeyes. The bowl game coming up, the future, the roster. Very good recruiting class. Very good recruiting hole. They just finished up. Lost some guys that ticked some people off, but still a fantastic overall class. Jay Book is tomorrow, along with TJ and uh, Dave Hooker. Dave Hooker's tomorrow. Oh, there's some juicy things there we're going to get into with him, but also here in just a moment regarding the Vols. Just speculation. And no JC on Thursday because JC's doing a little something that's getting in the way. He's ticking me off. He's getting married. Why would you do that and not be on the show? How could you be so selfish to think about yourself and your fiancé and schedule a date to get married and miss this show? The height of ridiculousness right there. Now, J.C.'s a good friend, obviously. and We'll get him back, I think, next week, he said. J.C.'s been a wonderful addition to the show. 615-844-5600, your telephone number. On Twitter, at Bill is King, and email, anytime, Bill is King, 7, number 7, at gmail.com. Bowl games today, yes, on this Wednesday. Lots of games from here on out until we're done. Aggies and the mullet 
is today. That's right. That is later tonight. Now, this is not in order. That's tonight, my time, because, again, we're on Central here in the Wilco Kiosk location of the show. 8 o'clock tonight. Louisville and the prophylactic posse is tonight. That's on Fox. And I saw where Hawkeye Jason was talking about Gus is broadcasting that game. That's the Holiday Bowl in lovely San Diego. Military Bowl is today at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock Eastern. Hokey, hokey, hokey high. Tech Tech VPI plays Tulane. And that is today, just after lunch, on ESPN. That's the slate for now. Rumors. Okay, y'all, ready for the R word? Rumors continue to swirl that Nico, five-star, on three, had him the top-ranked prospect in America. Everybody had him among the top couple of players, period, in the class of 23. Rumors continue to swirl that Nico will either play a lot or start the Iowa versus Vols bowl game, which is Jan 1, same day as the playoffs. It's earlier in the day. Shouldn't be much of an overlap. Now, unclear, and if you Josh Heupel, I get it. This is not a critique. Why would he need to broadcast to everybody what he's going to do? Now, this is a bowl game that in some ways is meaningless. It's just a standalone event. But still, I'm, I'm sure in their mind they're trying to finish things right, get to nine wins if they can. Iowa, I'm sure, has their thoughts on that too. And embark in the future with hopefully a better offense at Iowa. But if you're Tennessee, you don't necessarily have to feed the media, and your opponent, what you're going to do at quarterback. I was aware of both those guys. That's not an issue. But it would be interesting. And unclear as far as I know whether this means Joe Milton won't suit up just to protect himself for his future or will play some but won't necessarily play the reps he has in the past and Nico will be handed off as a conduit to the future. Don't know. Yeah, don't know, but this could be interesting. Tennessee's future on offense, their football team's future, period, at least the next couple of years, depends on this very big-time talent. Now, he's got to get out there and do it. He's got to get out there and, and show in game reps nothing duplicates game reps. Practice is good. It's not game reps. Scrimmaging in practice is good. It's not the same as real live stadium, another team with another uniform, another team scheming on you. That's different. He needs lots of that. But he's one year in. Basically one year in, he's been through – 
the rigors of being a true freshman. He's gotten a couple of reps here or there, but nothing real meaningful and certainly not against a worthy opponent, per se. We'll see what happens there. But, yes, rumors, rumors, oh, big time R word there. Big time. Yeah, big time. Josh up in Picktown. Josh has got a little something going on that is similar to JC. I'll just keep it at that. Josh said, Bill doing smoked turkey and bacon on sourdough on the Blackstone tonight. All right, we've already had a little slip up. There's a stain on the (laughs) – you're going to get stains anyways. Apparently, Billy, as they were out having some cold ones and some Weller, poured some beer on there to have fun, and we can't get the spot up. (laughs) Yeah, we've already got a crisis on the the Blackstone. Coach – Boone checking in up in Kentucky. Always good. He came a couple of years ago. Got to meet him. Good dude. Awesome, Bill. You got Jay Book on. Yeah, he's coming on Thursday. Jay Book will be with us tomorrow morning, 8.20 Central. If you're on Eastern, 9.20. We will talk all those things, Buckeyes. Who's playing the bowl game? Who's not playing in the bowl game? What's the future like? All of those. All of those. Oh, Josh, see, I'm getting confused. He says, Bill, the wedding, his wedding is in June. He said, no football interference. I guess what I was confusing is Josh has got an event here very shortly, but that's just to confirm the uh, June plans. Yes. I'm just trying to be clandestine. Josh has given me a green light here. He said, don't do anything else, but keep it keep it here. I will do so. Yeah, I will, I will do that. But, yes, Josh has got a little thing coming up as well. And uh, with some help from our good friend, Music City Todd. No, Kev. Bill, did you see this? A tweet. Of the 57 touchdowns Florida State scored offensively in 2023, the players on that updated depth chart accounted for eight. And that's this bowl game with Georgia. Yeah. Georgia is uh, significantly. If they're playing up to ability in this game, this could get real ugly. And and it's not a measurement on Florida State. Florida State's had a wonderful year. I know disappointment here at the end. And it didn't involve a loss. They didn't have to lose a ball game either. But nonetheless, about the disappointment, they've had a wonderful year. It's just this bowl game does not match up well at all. Probably wouldn't have been a good matchup. Well, it had been a, a much better matchup with everybody healthy, and Jordan Travis could trot out there and all that. But they'd still be a pretty decent underdog, even full strength. They are roster-wise, uh, 
I don't want to use capitulation, but just for this bowl game, it's <laughs> it's not firing on all cylinders. Let's let's go there at least. But that, as I mentioned on Tuesday, that will not define this Florida State team, regardless of what that score might be in the bowl game. This overall Florida State team should get countless attaboys and kudos for what they've gotten done this year. You can't do better than win all your games today, right? We can talk about style points and injuries, this, that. You can't do better than look at your schedule and say, okay, show me the loss in there. Where is it? Where's Waldo? I don't see it. There are rumors about Nico trotting out there against a wicked now. <laughs> a wicked Iowa D. Don't know. I'm going to change my tune. Maybe, maybe don't trot him out there. <laughs> All right. Brad Ciancia, when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's been quiet so far out here as far as serious accidents. A little bit more volume than it was yesterday at this time on 24 westbound. Up through the Hickory Hollow area coming in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County towards Nashville. 65, well, it's been running slow in the mornings at times there through Millersville. It's looking good right now coming out of Robertson County down through that section of Sumner County on 65 south. There's still lots of radar out here. Be careful. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at Tomahawk With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna. Starleasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Starleasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Starleasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's a Starleasing Com to learn more. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. In a single moment, everything can change. 
When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. It's if over. they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still be over. out. They're playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Call 615-844-5600. Get in on the Bill King Show. Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews, Wednesdays. Brett, to date, has anything jumped out at you in these bowl games? Yeah, well, today we have a quadruple header here. It just looks like a lot of opt-outs, and that's been the story of the the whole bowl season so far. Uh, Who is going to play, who's not going to play, and changes right up till kickoff. Um, but, yeah, you're seeing a lot of that today. And it's uh, Drake May, the quarterback, UNC. Caleb Williams, the former Heisman winner at USC. About 12 starters off of A&M's roster. Another 10 starters off USC's roster. It's just up and down. It's, it's been the opt-out season more than ever. And, Brett, I assume this is just the way it's always going to be from here on out. It does not seem like it's slowing down, that's for sure. Um, you know, it started about – what, five, six years ago with Christian McCaffrey uh, as the most the biggest notable opt-out from a bowl um, and has really just accelerated since then. But it's not just NFL guys. It used to be that a handful of NFL top picks would, would uh, sit out and, you know, you'd have the debate about whether, whether that makes sense or not. and It's a personal decision. But now it becomes all, all the transfer portal, which is just unlimited, um, all the opt-outs. Um, yeah, it's just it's out of control. So, Really, um, I used to put out a, a bowl preview where I'd preview every game, give my numbers, give a really in-depth analysis on all 40 bowl games. I can't do that anymore because it, the timing doesn't make sense. It has to be right up till kickoff making edits and who's in, who's out, how does it shift, because you could have a whole half the roster sitting out at, at the last second or a uh, week before kickoff. So uh, it has really changed the nature of bowl games. I still watch them. Um, you get to see the young guys coming up, the next man up mentality. Uh, see some, you know, still see the coordinators and the coaching, but it's a definitely different field than it was five, ten years ago. Very difficult to know for sure the motivation of a team, but this Southern Cal team that finished seven and five, Caleb Williams gone. That's pretty obvious. Hard to imagine the Trojans being overly motivated for this bowl game. Yeah, I agree with you. And you look at some other players not playing today. I mean, 
the, one of the leading rushers, Marshawn Lloyd, opted out. Brandon Rice, receiver, has been great all season. He's out. Uh, potential All-American opt out by Kalen Bullock coming too. Uh, they're starting safety. But from there, yeah, it's just a who's who of who's transferring. And um, key backups are out of there. So, yeah, it's uh, their motivation is questionable. Meanwhile, you got Louisville, uh, first-year coach, Jeff Brom. They're hungry. They, they made the ACC title out of nowhere. Um, and they have a pretty limited amount of, of opt-outs. I think they have three guys going pro early, but two of them are actually still playing in the bowl with um, uh, Cameron Kelly playing in the bowl. So, it looks like if you want to factor in the emotions, and again, that becomes a guessing game too. I mean, that's just you're trying to guess the emotions of all these 18 and 20 year olds. Um, but on paper, I, I, I guess that it'd be Louisville more motivated. Mike the Mad Dung Noon in Georgia says, guys, if Florida State has any other opt outs for this game with Georgia, Norvell may have to play the water boy and some cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, that's another opt out bowl and. Uh, they might be hit hit the hardest of anybody. And then uh, Georgia's had their share of guys going pro. Um, what uh, what caught my eye was during the signing day coverage, uh, I was listening and hearing that Georgia has 12 guys from the 2024 class already early enrolled and already getting those bowl practices. So uh, that's just key for development for next year and for their careers. And it, this, these almost become just uh, like training season and um, development games for the next year. And so – with all these starters gone, you're just getting an early glimpse of the 2024 starting lineup and what position battles might be happening or uh, what areas the coaches need to target in the transfer portal. Basically, it's just next year's star players and, and the NFL picks a couple years from now. We were talking about it earlier. I might as well throw it your way. A lot of conjecture that Nico Iamaleava either plays a ton or starts the bowl game against Iowa. Yeah, well, I'd love to see it. I'd like to see uh, where he's at in his development. Uh, there was a program-changing quarterback for uh, Josh Heupel there at Tennessee. Um, what we think, you know, in terms of recruiting, it certainly was, but you want to see how he looks on the field. So um, sometimes you view the bowl game as an early head start, like I said, on next year's position battles, next year's roster, next year's starters. So that's the case there. Let's see him against a really elite defense. Um Iowa, they get made fun of a lot by the national media, but what they're really strong at is their defense and their special teams. So he will be tested if he gets in there against Iowa's defense. That'll be a great measuring stick uh, heading into the 2023 offseason. Good question here. This is from Sam down in Dothan, Alabama. Wants to know, when you are evaluating the 24 season and in the future as well, how will you take the transfers that are coming into a school, translate that into how you're going to pick that team? Yeah, well, that's a great question. I think um, I try and take a really holistic approach. I look at everything. I mean, yes, you start with the numbers and the film from the prior year. Uh, then you got to evaluate who's in, who's out, who's staying, who's going. Uh, look at the coordinator changes, the scheme changes. Uh, look for a second or third year coach bonus. Uh, there's just so much that goes into it, but on, on a player by player level, I like to look at it position group by position group. So, um, you know, I might not know the backstories of all these guys, but if I see that a team brought in three, five star tight ends, I know the tight end, somebody's going to emerge there and it's going to be a strong unit. Uh, same with offensive line. You want to look for experience and, and their, uh, their high school rating. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a mix of 
how they've done at the college level, how they've done at the high school level, do they fit the schemes, and then really just on a position-by-position group level. And uh, It is a, a beast of a project, given all 70 of these Power 5 teams. Um, but the level of detail I go into, for those that r- read the book and have read the book, they see that I leave no stone unturned. I'm trying to find every morsel of, of information I can to get accurate picks and projections. Here's the textbook one. That's going to be fun. Ole Miss might win 11 games, which would be the first time in the history of the school. They have a lot of players back. Dart apparently is 50-50, though. Then you're going to have to go into the list, the portal list, and account for Walter Nolan, Antoine Wells, Juice Wells, Tyler Barron, Princely Uman Mielin, Key Lawrence, Chris Paul, heck of a linebacker from Arkansas, and I'm leaving four or five guys out here. I'm not going to name them mm-hmm. all. That's going to be interesting to see how all that works. Yeah, and uh, I think that every it's a case-by-case situation, every school and every player you look at. But in this scenario, you already have an experienced, talented roster, and you're sprinkling on top of that some really elite players, some really five-star caliber guys like Walter Nolan, the former number one overall player. Uh, so maybe a little bit less experience at the college level, but has serious blue chip backing there from the high school ranks. And then you've got really experienced college guys. Key Lawrence, I think, has he's got to be played eight years at Oklahoma. It's been he's been very, uh, very experienced there. Their safety. Uh, you mentioned Paul linebacker, very productive, solid player. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a lot to like for uh, for the Portal King, and that's not just this year. That's the third straight year for him. Uh, that he's finished in the top three transfer classes. So while Ole Miss never is going to out-recruit Bama, LSU, Florida on the recruiting trail in the high school ranks, this is a way they can close that gap and even take an advantage, bringing in proven guys from the portal with the portal king. So, and, uh, and in the expanded bracket next year, look for Ole Miss. Uh, they, you know, they're in a whole different mindset now. Uh, in a four-team or BCS, you had to win the SEC pretty much to make the playoff. And now that's not true anymore, for better or for worse. And uh, Ole Miss is a program that may benefit from an expanded playoff. Yeah, Key Lawrence, you were talking about the number of years. He's from here. And I don't remember what class. Was he the class of 17 or 18? Something like that. Yeah, he's from right here. Remember, he started his career at Tennessee. And then when they had that bloodletting and they lost all those players. Yeah, he transferred to Oklahoma. Tennessee had three players, I believe, on that same group transferred to Oklahoma. Mm Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, and that made the, the coaching job by Heupel even more impressive. Now that you bring that up, they had such an exodus oh. of players. Um, and not only was he taken over for you know a couple of losing seasons, but all those blue chippers that had left the, uh, the portal, that was one of the first big portal exits that we saw. So we didn't know what, what to think of that scenario. And uh, he came in and turned it right around. Um, so, yeah, very impressive job. And it looks like he's got it rolling again um, in the 2024 and beyond. How about losing all those players that they lost and Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyde are just sitting there? Yeah. <laughs> they just stayed and turned into superstars. How does that happen? Yeah, well, sometimes you don't know what you've got until you see it live. And I think right. that's the, the silver lining you can see from some of these bowl opt-outs is, you know, for fans out there, you know, see a, see a quick glimpse of next year's guys. See who you really have on the roster behind the, the proven starters. Um almost a spring game feel where you get to get a, a glimpse of who's, who's coming up the ranks. So um, I think the more information you can find out about your roster, the better, whether you find a serious strength or a glaring weakness or a thin position, 
that way you know how to, to angle yourself in the transfer portal. It's just another layer of roster building and talent acquisition here in the in the new era. So um, any any information you can find out in these 15 bowl practices in the game uh, is huge. So it, it, it's going to go a long way. Other than the playoffs, which those storylines speak for themselves, I'm excited about if Nico gets the reps we're thinking and hearing maybe will happen. But here's another one. Devin Brown. It's his ball right now. He's on display. This is a job interview for the Buckeye quarterback, Devin Brown. Yeah, I agree. That's that's going to be one of the biggest positions to watch in the transfer portal in the offseason now that Kyle McCord has left Columbus. Um, you get Devin, ba- Devin Brown back from injury. Of course, he and McCord battled all the way up until kickoff last year, and they were using Brown in some packages, some wildcat packages, some red zone rushing packages, so he was right there. So yeah, you get to see him. Uh, they have an up- incoming five-star Aaron Nolan uh, at quarterback that will yep. probably battle with him. But this is just the start of the 2024 quarterback campaign for Ohio State. And just given their program stature as a dynasty-tier program, that position is one of the most coveted and, uh, and important in the whole season. So, I mean, same with the Bama quarterback spot, Georgia quarterback. It's right in that, in that uh, conversation. So here's his job audition, and they'll evaluate it and see what their strategy is going to be in the portal going forward. They do have blue chips behind them coming in, so – uh, there's there's no lack of firepower at Ohio State, <clears throat> but this will determine how aggressive they get in the portal. Georgia Dong down on the Emerald Coast says, guys, people are going to lose their minds when the SEC and the Big Ten take up nine or ten of the twelve slots in the upcoming playoffs. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the SEC Big Ten Invitational uh, could be the SEC Big Ten Challenge, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, the, the way you can look at it this way is uh, look at who's signing the best players. Let's take it one step back. Before you get the best teams on the field, who's signing the best high school prospects? And it's overwhelmingly the SEC and the Big Ten. I think it was something like 21 of the top 25 classes in the country, uh, high school recruiting-wise from 2024, are going to those two leagues. And It really is SEC first, but when you sprinkle the Big Ten in there, it just it, it takes over. So. I don't know how the at-large system, the, the at-large picking will go for the committee once you get past the automatic champs, uh, you know, how they'll compare, uh, say, a one-loss Big 12 team to a three-loss SEC. You're going to have a lot of interesting debates now that you're down or wrong on the, on the ladder, no, no longer talking conference champs. So, yeah, it's going to be loaded with the SEC and Big 10. And, hey, the best team, if you want the best teams, that's where you're going to find them. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews question here probably got one minute and this is mike and granger indiana want your thoughts on notre dame bowl game and then their future with what they have coming back and also what they've got coming in in the portal yeah well to be honest i haven't done too much portal incoming research i'm just looking at opt-outs that kind of thing but i do know the the headliner for notre dame a quarterback riley leonard um, last year they hit with Sam Hartman from the ACC, an experienced QB. Looks like they're going to hit again with Riley Leonard. And, um, you know, not only that, but they have a five-star coming up behind him. Lloyd Carr's grandson, a huge commit there, quarterback. Really an impressive uh, recruiting class by Notre Dame. I think they have unlocked a new element, a new level of recruiting under Marcus Freeman. Um, another top-ten class, really some elite prospects. So, uh, without getting too specific, I think the program's in the right direction. They're acquiring a lot of talent, blue-chip talent, 
And, um, yeah, I think they're going to be in good shape. So I'll break that down further in the offseason, but uh, signs are pointing up for Notre Dame. We talked about it a little on Tuesday. Steve Angeli, who's a bright shirt freshman from New Jersey, is going to get the start. I assume he's doing this to get some resume tape down and then leave. I can't see any way he stays. Yeah, it's going to be a tough competition for sure, and he knows what's coming in with Riley Leonard. The you know, yeah. it, it's obvious what the plan is. But yeah, uh, look for a bowl experience, a bowl, all those bowl prep and development, uh, some tape, like you said. They've had quarterbacks transfer and start up elsewhere or compete. I mean, Drew Pine was a starter almost that whole season, went and competed at Arizona State. So you see it all the time. Yeah, it looks like that's what's going to happen. All right, quick one. Bigger surprise: Arizona or Missouri? this last year that's a tough I think one. Arizona I think Arizona just given they were one and 11 two years ago uh Jed Fish super turnaround there on both sides of wow. the ball I you know. could argue both I mean very impressive coaching jobs tell everybody how they can get your info yeah pick six previews.com pick six previews on Twitter thank you Bill yeah man see you next week Jay book tomorrow book it that's right Jay book tomorrow 820 Central Top of the hour, down to the boot. Oh, yeah. Lake Rafino. A lot to get to there. Good morning. Just a couple of minor mishaps out here in the last 15, 20 minutes. Still looks good coming out of Wilson County. The Mount Juliet area as that traffic builds just a bit westbound I-40 as you head towards Davidson County. It still looks good at the moment on 65 through Millersville. The last few mornings it's tried to slow down at times up there on 65 southbound through that section of Sumner County coming through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. They're online for you to order uh, today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time Traffic. And now, Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. 
This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings this Sunday at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and a star-studded show. Secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday pack starting at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. If it happens anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show will be there to bring you the facts. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. I'm trying to... Think about how to word this. Just how it feels a little odd. I don't think it's any big picture predictor. But are you noticing this? LSU and Florida State played right out of the chute. And Florida State won the game, went on to remain undefeated. I'm assuming that ends with the bowl game here, but incredible year for them. LSU going 9-3, and three, probably a little bit of a disappointment just because the defense was most of the time atrocious. Flip side, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback clearly deserved. The offense was spectacular most of the way. And they did win at Missouri. That's a much prettier win than maybe you would have thought in June when you're looking at the season. Now, though, they've completed the regular season. They're going to bowl games. You look at them, and you wonder what all's getting fixed for the future. Now, Florida State had a wonderful roster, and they're losing a ton of it. And they don't feel as if, same with LSU somewhat, all that active. They just don't feel that way when it comes to incoming portal help. It's kind of similar, right? I mean, it might not be ideally similar, but it feels similar the way we're looking at it right now. 
And I'm a big believer in Brian Kelly. Do not get what I'm suggesting here wrong. I, I'm, I, I don't worry about what everybody else. He's got a lot of haters out there. It doesn't matter. I, I like Brian Kelly. He's got to get that defense fixed. He's got to get that side of the ball fixed. Now, they're bringing in A.J. Swan, who's I doubt going to be their starting quarterback. If it got to him, I think he'd do a pretty good job. Whoever you trot out right now at quarterback, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a drop down compared to Jaden Daniels. Just has to be, has to be. They got Xavion Thomas, a wide receiver. They got Jordan Gilbert, a safety from A and M. Those are good players. Those are those are nice additions. But you got to fix that defense. I don't know that that's getting done right now. And we'll talk to him about it top of the hour. Couple that with the Brian Kelly rumors that I don't necessarily buy, but that did shake a bunch of folks up, regardless of whether that actually happens or not. And the rumor is that if Harbaugh leaves, which feels as if it will happen, that Brian Kelly, who's not from Michigan, but coached at Grand Valley and also Central Michigan, so he's been in that state, lived there, coached there, would make the move, would be open to leaving LSU and make the move. I'm not sure I'll buy that. But we'll talk to Blake about that top of the hour. Yeah, just interesting. It's kind of interesting the way seasons can go, but in this environment we're in with the portal, and now they're saying they'll give you another one if you want to do it. And this is not including the grad transfer. That's another one. But if you want a second underclass transfer, go ahead and do it. They're loosening everything. Don't know that that's a permanent rule, but it might as well be. What are you going to do, take it back? It's a crazy, wild, lawless environment. And there's nothing that indicates they're going to start policing again. Who is they? I don't know. Who is they? The NCAA? I guess that's who they is. They are. There's nothing to indicate that. It's it's wild. It, it, it really is bananas what's happening out there right now. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Brown and McCord, Bill, Buckeyes, didn't battle in the spring like everybody was saying because Brown had surgery on his hand and missed the spring game. Didn't practice until two weeks before the season started. Then he hurt his shoulder midseason running the ball. It was never really a competition. Yeah, true. I I like Devin Brown. I am excited to see him compete when it's his ball. Remember, many lessons on this show, countless lessons. Coming in as the quarterback is not the same thing as starting. It just isn't. 
It's not the same feel. It's not the same preparation. It's different. And it might mean that you're ready. It might mean, hey, go, get it, take it. Don't never give it back till you leave. But I do like him. I I do like him. I I think there is a future potential with him at quarterback. I really do. Yeah, Tom says, Bill, got to talk about Denbrock, too, leaving. Yes. Uh, Like I mentioned, there's a countless number of items we need to talk about with Blake. Lots of them. All right. Break time. Omni Nashville Hotel. Morning, a little bit of traffic volume starting to develop at times coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, headed towards Nashville on 24 westbound. Up through the Hickory Hollow area, still some radar in parts of Rutherford and Coffee County this morning as it tries to load up at times on I-40 coming through the Mount Juliet area, headed towards uh, Nashville into Davidson County. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations you can order online today. It's easy, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever. Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won. Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. 
It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Emerald City as the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Hawks know how to fly thanks to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Geno Smith throwing a slant by the goal line. Is it caught? Yes! Touchdown, DK Metcalf! The Steelers always get the stop thanks to the electric defense of TJ Watt. It's the Steelers at the Seahawks this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The world's largest indoor cocktail party, The Bill King Show. Yeah, you know what? When I was talking earlier about the games, I did leave out the Duke's Mayo Bowl where Buck is doing the radio call of the game. That is the West, by God, Virginia, North Carolina game. Yeah, skip that one. Aggies, Oklahoma State. That's later tonight. Today you got the Virginia Tech-Tulane matchup. And you've got the prophylactic posse against Louisville. Of all these teams today, who's got the least incentive to suit up and go at it? I would think the prophylactic posse. Hard to say. A guess. Yeah, just a guess. What What are they playing for today? I, I, I am not suggesting take my advice there and then bet it. That is not. It might be a good bet, but I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to give you a recommendation. Do not take that that way. Maybe there's a group of players at Southern Cal totally want to get after it today and will play well. I, I'm doubting that, but I would be cautious. Louisville minus seven, though, in the Holiday Bowl. And that's what time? 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock Central Time. Out there, that's 5 o'clock. San Diego. Absolutely gorgeous city. Yeah, they will tax you into oblivion like they do that entire state, but absolutely. You could argue that's the prettiest city in America. Now, I know everybody's got their thing, and I'm not moving out there, but been there, loved it. Yeah, absolutely just gorgeous. But but Southern Cal, Louisville, I know Louisville's motivated. They've got to be. Got a chance to win 11 games first year for Coach Brom. They've done well in the portal. Yeah, Louisville's done well in the portal. And I would think they're motivated. Do not take that as betting advice. Only take that from Brad on, on this show. Yeah, on this show. Louisville favored by seven. Over and under is 58 and a half, and it is Gus on the call. Now, I like Gus. Some of you think he's a little over the top. I've always liked Gus. Matter of fact, in today's college football play-by-play climate, other than Tess, and some of you think Tess gets a little over the top too, 
Other than Tess, Gus is my favorite guy out there. Now, the Maserati-Marvin Harrison thing, that got old fast. That got... That got redundant real fast. That that was irritating. I, I'm with you there on that one. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Up in Chicago, no Kev. Bill, the B1G has three to five teams that have a legit shot at a 12-team playoff, adding however many of the ACC teams is needed to increase the odds and strengthen the conference as a whole. I think what he's talking about in this story about Florida State and starting with a lawsuit to get out of the ACC, the estimated exit number is around $550 million. It may have been 570 but just round it off, $550 million. That would include exit fees and the grant of rights. What all is involved there? There's also this item that nobody knew about until last few days or maybe late last week that there is a 2027 exit opportunity in that contract. And it's almost as if ESPN is just toying with the ACC. Not really taking it seriously. It almost has that feel to it. But there's talk that the ACC, the schools that can get out, that have attractiveness, and that would be Florida State, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, Virginia Tech would be attractive. Teams like that. I'm probably leaving somebody out. The SEC, there's talk the SEC, it would be a no-go for now. Here's the question, though. And after Blake, we'll have time. We can kick this around after Blake. But let me throw this out there. The talk is that Florida State would not be invited to the SEC. Florida obviously wouldn't want them. They'd have support from Georgia. They'd have support from South Carolina. South Carolina wouldn't want Clemson in, etc. But let me pose this. If you're the Big Ten and you go after Florida State, this is only a what if, y'all. Meaning the Big Ten is going to try and plant a flag in your region. In Tallahassee, at that point, do you play defense if you're the SEC and say, okay, all right, we got to take them. Come on home. That's a legitimate question of cat and mouse. We'll get into that. Yeah, we don't have time here. But but I want to hear what you've got on this. About 20 minutes out on that. We can play with that today. We can play with it. This is just the playground to do it on. Blake Perfino when we come back.